0: Hey everyone, welcome to or welcome back to another episode. If this is your first time hearing my voice, hi, my name is Melina and welcome to the podcast. If you haven't already listened to my latest episode, last week on the podcast, I gave a recap of what my first week of freshman year was like and I went into detail of what my days looked like, how I felt after the first week, and what I've learned so far. So, If you're interested in hearing a little bit about that, then I would definitely go check out that episode after this one. And if you do enjoy this episode, I would really appreciate it if you rate and review it on Apple Podcast. And if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can follow me at melinam.27 to stay up to date for when new episodes are published every single Tuesday and to stay up to date on what I'm doing in my daily life. So now on to today's episode, as you can tell by the title, I'm going to be talking about my softball journey. And one of the reasons that I wanted to do this topic is because I wanted for you guys to get to know me a little bit better. And when I was first brainstorming about this podcast, talking about softball was Definitely one episode that I really, really wanted to do because it was a very important chapter in my life and that's something that I really want to share with you guys and also for myself to talk it out and to reflect on what this chapter of my life entailed and how important it was to me. And yeah, so I'm really excited to talk to you guys about my experience with softball and my journey I'm going to go over what I want to talk about because if not, then I'm going to be rambling for about 45 minutes and I don't want to do that and I don't even know how long this episode is going to be. So bear with me. So I'm going to tell you guys the different sections that I divided this into just so that we stay a little bit more organized and we get our point across of what I want to talk about. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is my background and how I why and why I started softball, excuse me. The second thing is playing rec ball in the Downey Ponytail League that I started in and then my high school experience and I'm going to be talking about every single year that I played individually. And then going to be talking about travel ball because i did play one season of travel ball within my high school experience so that kind of goes together but they're also separate at the same time and then i'm going to talk about why i stopped playing and answer the question of whether i will play softball again so if you're interested in hearing my reasoning of why i stopped and whether i'll play again stay tuned After that, I want to talk about any other things that I didn't include in each specific section, like maybe any things that didn't pertain to that specific section and I forgot to talk about. And then the last thing I want to talk about, just to sum up everything that I talked about, I'm going to be sharing with you guys what I've learned and what I've taken away from this entire experience. That's pretty much the gist of how we're gonna be talking about things. I'm gonna try to talk about things in a timeline fashion, so let's see how that goes. But before I get into the first section, which is my background, how and why I started softball, I want to share with you guys where I'm at currently to this day. So, currently, if you guys don't already know, I am a freshman in college, and because of COVID, I am at home doing online school, but I do not play softball anymore, and it's been about over a year since I've played. And to be quite honest with you, life is different, honestly. I think I've gotten used to it by now, but it was definitely a change for me not having softball as a priority or as a thing in my life that I had to balance or you know things like that but overall I played softball for about eight years so I'm going to try to condense eight years worth of playing softball into 40-45 minutes so please bear with me. So moving on to my background of playing softball. Before the topic of even playing softball came into mind or came into discussion, I never considered myself an athletic kid at all. Really the only sports I did when I was younger, before softball, was I played one season of t-ball and when you're in t-ball, I don't know, you're like five or six years old. And then I also played one season of soccer, but I really didn't Continue on after that. All I remember is that I didn't like playing soccer that one season. So that wasn't the sport for me. And then playing t-ball. I don't remember really showing much interest. But then I also don't remember continuing after that. So yeah. Within that time frame of playing t-ball and soccer. When I was younger to the point where I started playing softball. I filled up my time by doing dance classes so i was doing all different types of dance at the time ranging from ballet tap jazz hawaiian flocorico things like that but then that time period of doing dance classes pretty much lasted only a little while so as i was getting older i wasn't really doing much i was pretty much only going to school so my parents really wanted me to have something to do so i don't know how the conversation went down because it was a bit of a while ago But my dad was the one who ended up taking me to my first softball tryout. And I was in fourth grade when I tried out. I was about 10 years old at the time. And I don't remember exactly what happened on that day. But what I can vividly remember is showing up to the park that the tryouts were at. And there were so many girls there wanting to try out. And... I just remember going there clueless. Like, I had no idea what this sport entailed, how to play this sport. I had no equipment with me, but my dad took me because that was just the kind of thing you did. I mean, you know, you're never going to know what the sport is if you don't go and try out. So it was definitely something that my parents convinced me to do because I just didn't know what the sport entailed, if you get what I mean. So my dad took me to the tryout. I had no idea how to swing the bat or hit the ball or catch the ball or throw the ball and you know I was pretty much going in a beginner. But because the league at the park was a rec ball league they pretty much took any girl who was interested in playing softball and at the tryout the coaches were there and based on your experience and what they saw in that tryout they decided who they wanted on each team so they were able to pick and choose who they wanted on each team so I eventually did make it on a team which I was pretty surprised going that I did not know anything about the sport and then one last thing that I'm going to mention for this section is that I started at a much later age than a lot of these girls a lot of the girls that were at tryouts and also like years later you can tell that they had a lot more experience than I did I've met Teammates that have been playing softball since maybe they were five or six years old, and they have fallen in love with the sport ever since, and they just ha- haven't stopped playing ever since. But I was a type of athlete that was not athletic at all, it was something that I definitely developed over the years. I don't consider myself athletic, maybe you know someone else could beg to differ, but I personally didn't think of myself as athletic when I was younger. And I started much later, which also played a part in when my skills developed and then also played a part in when I fell in love with the sport. So just keep that in mind, you know? Okay, so moving on to the next section, which is playing rec ball. And essentially, rec ball is a term used to say when you're playing in a league of some sorts, whether whatever sport you're in. So since I was playing softball, my dad came across this league called Downy Ponytail, which was local in our area at the time. And in that league, it was girls of all ages playing softball. I think ranging at the beginning from 6U when you can start playing all the way to 14U before you enter high school. So when I started, I was about 10 years old. So I want to say maybe the first... One or two years. I'm saying one or two years, but within those years, I was also playing multiple seasons. I don't think I mentioned that in the beginning, but to clear it up, I did play eight years of softball, estimated time. And within those eight years, I did play multiple seasons. So I want to say maybe the first four or five years I was playing all year round, meaning that it was divided into spring, summer and fall ball season, what they call it. So I was pretty much an all-year-round player when I first started, but I'm just going to go by the years. So I want to say maybe the first two years of when I started playing, it was basically just a learning process. I really wasn't having much success, if you want to see it as success, as hitting the ball or making plays during games. It was much more of a learning process for me because I really didn't know much about the sport. And... I just hadn't developed those skills yet. It was all a working process. So it was not only developing the skills to play the sport, but also learning about the sport strate- strategically. Sorry, because softball is a game of strategy. And it's not only knowing how to play the sport, but knowing how to play the sport smart. So regarding like position-wise, when I first started, I mostly pay- played outfield because my coaches didn't see me as a player that was developed enough to play somewhere in the infield which I completely understand I mean I really didn't know much about the different positions at the time so I pretty much only stuck it out in the outfield it was all just getting out there and playing and just learning as I was playing so that was defense wise but in regards to offense I really wasn't swinging the bat that much and I don't know why I wasn't swinging the bat, but when I first started, I was so scared to hit the ball. But I think it was just because I hadn't developed that eye-hand coordination yet because softball is a game of speed. Things happen so quickly that you do not have time to think about it. And that was something that I definitely struggled with and I had to learn over the years that you don't have time to think. It's either a yes or no. It's either you do it or you don't. And because... I was slowly learning and slowly developing these skills. My dad decided to take me to a hitting coach. I'm not sure how he found out about this hitting coach. All I know is that this hitting coach, he's been a coach, a very experienced coach for many years. And he was doing hitting lessons on the side, you know, just to make some extra money and to help the girls out. So it was so it was a coach that pretty much a lot of people knew and a lot of people had good things to say about so my dad ended up taking me to him first of all I think to develop my fielding skills learning how to catch the ball properly learning how to throw the ball properly and eventually it changed to hitting wise developing my swing and knowing the different pitches and how to swing the bats and adjusting to different pitchers and different speeds, and developing that eye-hand coordination, and, you know, the list is ongoing. So I think with that decision that my dad made to take me to a hitting coach, I was able to establish a good foundation and develop even more of those skills outside of practicing with my team. So one specific season that I'm going to talk about within this rec ball time period I'm going to talk about it because I think it was a very pivotal point in my softball journey, and I'm going to talk about it really quick. I'm going to try to. So it was in 2013, so what was it? Maybe a year after I started playing, and I had already been on multiple teams. But this year specifically, I think it was the year that I broke out of my shell the most in regards to swinging the bat more trying to make contact and then also exploring a different position because like I mentioned I was always playing outfield so I think I think it was before this season but it was definitely this season that I explored first base as a possibility to a position that I wanted to play or that I liked to play and specifically this season was where we won 10U division champs which was something that I was pretty proud of because That meant that you were the quote unquote best team in terms of like scores on games and winning games within the division that you were in. So that's one team that I won't forget because very early on in my softball journey, I was able to be a part of a team that did this. You know what I mean? And I had a really good coach too and I had a really good team and you know, we were able to go so far that we were able to do that. And I think that was something that really stuck with me too because breaking out of my shell, I was able to start exploring what my potential could be as a softball player. So then after that, I did two years of 10U. Then I had to move on to 12U. And you were placed in these divisions based on when your birthday was. So I moved on to 12U. And then a summer within those years that I was playing 12U, I made it on the all-star team within that league, which was a big deal at the time because the all-star team was essentially the team representing the division in that specific league. And they were the ones who traveled to play all of these different tournaments. And you can essentially go play at nationals is what they call if you make it that far playing on, you know, the big stage representing, you know, the league. So I was on All-Stars silver, which was a pretty big deal to me because that was something that I had only seen other girls doing, and I didn't think that I would end up on a team like that. But it was a really good experience, definitely something that I would remember. And then also, I was able to meet one of my best friends, who's still one of my best friends to this day, on that All-Star team. And it's so funny because we've talked about it, me and my friend and we've got into a bit of a discussion of when we've met it's one of those things it's like wait like when did we meet because after a while all the seasons that you've played in softball kind of get jumbled up well at least for me so like you kind of don't remember who you met in which season because as you You start growing up and moving on to different divisions. You start seeing a lot of the same girls that move up with you. So then you kind of get mixed up. Wait, when did we meet? So it's kind of funny, but we eventually figured out that we ended up meeting in All Stars. So yeah, I did two years of 12U and then I moved on to 14U the year before I was entering high school. And throughout these past couple years... I was developing even more the skills to play first base and eventually I fell in love with playing first base as a position in general. So that was something that changed moving from the outfield to learning this new position in the infield because it was a lot more different than outfield. But yeah, so that sums up a bit of my rec ball experience. Moving on to my high school experience, I'm going to try to talk about each year really quickly because I think each year was very different for me in terms of how the season went and how it affected what I thought about softball. So that's why I wanted to share individually each year. So I did move on to play softball in high school because that was something that I really wanted to do. And the school that I specifically went to was very competitive in softball. So I definitely wanted that challenge and I just wanted to continue playing a sport in school. So, I played softball in high school for my first three years freshman, sophomore, and junior year. So, starting off with my freshman year, before I entered my freshman year of high school, my mom had signed me up for a summer school class so that I can be familiar with the school. And I also decided to sign up for the summer camp that they hosted, the head coach of the program, just so that you can get to know the girls who do sign up and just to stay active and get a little bit of practice in so you don't lose that skills as the fall semester comes around so I did meet a lot of girls there who eventually were in the program with me freshman year and I also was able to get a feel for what the head coach was like what he was looking for and how much more of a challenge this was going to be like like what the next level was and where I have to be at. So like I mentioned, it was a very competitive program. You had to try out and you were not guaranteed that you were going to make the team. But I did make the Frosh Soft team is what they called it because that team consisted of freshman and sophomore girls. And my freshman year, we had a female coach who was actually the PE teacher at the school. So she was kind of doing both at the same time. And I can honestly tell you guys that freshman year was probably the best season for me personally and also my favorite season in general to play and I think it was because everything was going good we had a really good coach who was pushing all of us at the same time and we were learning so much from her and it was also fun at the same time and I think we had a really really good group of girls I had some really solid teammates And then for me personally, I think it was probably one of my most consistent seasons in terms of making contact, hitting the ball, and starting in games and, you know, playing a lot. So yeah, I think it was freshman year where I did play in majority of the games. And overall, I think it was my favorite season in high school to play. So moving on to my sophomore year, it was a little bit different I was still in the program because I did play the year prior, but I didn't have to necessarily quote-unquote try out, but the head coach did want to see where every girl was at in terms of skills-wise and what level they were at, so then they can decide where to put the girls that were already in the program, and then when they go to the tryouts where they open it to the rest of the school, then they can see who they're missing. Because you don't want to get so many girls so that not everybody has a chance to play. So going into my sophomore year, my first instinct was that I wanted to move up to the next level, which was JV. And initially, I was put on JV for a period of time. The JV coach decided to try me out on JV. And I was pretty surprised that... He saw the potential in me to be on JV. But then I noticed, for one, that uh, not a lot of my friends moved up to JV. So that was one thing that I noticed. And the next thing that I started noticing was that a lot of the girls that were on JV had already been on JV the year prior. So they already had that year of being on JV before me. So then I started thinking in my mind, am I guaranteed to get as much playing time as I want you know what I mean I mean I continue to work hard and to show and fight for a starting position and to be playing in every single game but I thought strategically and realistically am I guaranteed to play as much as I want to and it's like I don't have to be on JV I am still a sophomore and I could play JV the next year when I move up. So then that was a decision that I had to make on my own. And I did talk over it with my parents. But they were going to support me whether I stay on JV or move down to Frossoff. And I made the decision to move down because I talked with that JV coach. And I told him the truth. is, I said that I don't necessarily think that I'm going to get as much playing time on JV. So I want to continue And move down to Frost Soft and keep playing and keep developing the skills that I have and strengthening those. And then he was like, oh, okay, that's fine, you know. And then I talked with the Frosh Soft coach to see if there was room on her team. And she was all for it. She was like, yes, for sure, we'd love to have you on the team. So then I was able to move down and I was also able to continue being a teammate with all of my friends. So that was... I think it was a win-win for me and that's something that i don't regret but regarding the season it was a really good season unfortunately we didn't have the same coach as we did freshman year she ended up leaving to go to another school and we ended up getting a another coach who was a volunteer she was a mom to one of the guys who played baseball so she did have prior experience in the sport but it was overall a good season i think it was something a little bit different because Me and my friends were the older ones on the team now because the team consisted, I would say, maybe half sophomores and half freshmen. So we were kind of helping the freshmen out and we eventually became friends with them. But my coach was really good. She was really fun. I would say that she didn't have as much experience coaching for me personally. So I think all of us as sophomores definitely helped her out a little bit in regards to like keeping score during games Or maybe if she wanted our opinion on who should be in the lineup or who should play. And also coming up with like drills or things to do during practice. So that was something a little bit different than my freshman year when my coach completely took over. And yeah, overall I had a really good season. So I'm going to transition to the next topic which is travel ball. Because I want to talk about it in a timeline order. So... When I played my first season of travel ball, it occurred the summer after sophomore year and also going into the fall semester of my junior year. So that's pretty much the span of when I played travel ball. And for those of you guys who don't know what travel ball is, it's essentially the, I would consider it the next level of softball. Definitely way more competitive. The game goes a lot more faster. And specifically... I think the key difference from travel ball, than rec bar high school ball is travel ball tournaments are where college scouts go to see who they can possibly scout and bring to their school to their program. So that was something sp- specific. Sorry. If a girl was looking to play in college, looking towards her future and knowing that that was something that she wanted to pursue, then she would want to go into travel ball because majority of the time college scouts don't go to see you at high school games because that just wasn't a thing, I guess. I don't know why, but but yeah, overall, that's, I think, the key difference to what travel ball is. And then like in the name travel you were essentially traveling to wherever the team was going to go. It could be local, and it could be, you know, far away, like within states' distance, you know, going to play these tournaments. So then, knowing all of this beforehand, I was pretty curious on what travel ball looked like. You know, I it was something that I wanted to try out because... I was genuinely interested in it. And because I had been playing softball for this amount of time. There's a lot of girls who start playing travel really young. And that wasn't something that I necessarily thought about. Because I mean that just wasn't in the question you know. And because I it had been a while since I had been playing. I've gained some experience. I wanted to try it out. And I thought it would be cool experience to have. I mean, I, I don't know how long I was going to be playing softball. So I wanted to try it out as soon as possible. So my friend that I mentioned earlier that I met on All Stars, she was telling me about a travel ball team that she was on that was really good. And she liked being on that team. And then she was telling me about the coach. And it turns out that her coach was the same coach that I had back in 2013 when I was on that team where we won division champs, like I told you. And I was like, oh my gosh, no way I know the coach, you know? And she was like, oh, like for sure, like I should totally tell my coach that you're interested in being on a travel ball team. And, you know, maybe he can, you know, text you or your parents and maybe, you know, give you guys some info Whether to be on his team or maybe another team that he can recommend. I was like, oh yeah, you know, like, for sure. Like, there's no harm in asking, you know. So then, long story short, the coach ended up contacting my dad, I believe, to come out to a practice to just to see what the team was like. Because I was entering a team of girls that I really didn't know at all besides one. And... I think it was very comforting that I already knew the coach because I think the coach is definitely one thing that I would have been intimidated by if I didn't know him at all. So knowing that I did know the coach before, I mean it was years before, like I hadn't really seen that coach much at all and I hadn't been on one of his teams ever since then. But I had somewhat of an idea of what his coaching was like. So I ended up going to one of their Saturday practices and practicing with them. And I really liked the team and I also really liked the practice. It was definitely really hard and it was a challenge. I mean, it wasn't easy and it was definitely much more challenging than the practices at the high school level. Like, I don't think you can compare to it. So then after that, I ended up talking with the coach and We saw it as an opportunity because, as I was discussing this with my parents, we saw a lot of pros to this. We saw it as knowing the coach as one pro. The team specifically was going to only be traveling locally. He told me beforehand that the furthest they were going to go, I believe, was Las Vegas, which isn't that far because... I was also doing school at the time, so I didn't want to let travel ball interfere with school. And then also at the time, I was thinking in regards to my parents because they are both working parents. So having to travel long distances like that on the weekends was not ideal in our situation. So I saw a lot of pros to what this could be. So I decided after talking with my parents, to join the team. So I ended up joining USA Athletics, which is overall the name of the organization, but specifically I was on the 16U team, I believe. Yeah, the 16U team. So to give you guys a little bit of an overview of what my schedule looked like playing travel ball. So The summer was obviously different for me because I had a lot more time. But then as I transitioned to going back to school, it was definitely much more of a balancing act for me. So every single week I had conditioning Thursday for an hour at this one place that was specific for USA Athletic teams. And on Saturday we would have practices at a high school That they let us practice in for about 4 hours. Which was definitely something that I had to get used to. I was not used to practicing for 4 hours straight. I think the most I had practiced before was maybe 2 hours. So every single Saturday. 9 to 12 a.m. And also waking up early. Let me tell you that. That was something that I had to get used to. Because I was so used to waking up late on Saturdays. Chilling. Doing whatever. And then on Sundays. If we had games scheduled Like in the beginning, we were playing scrimmages just to get started and to see where the team was at in game situation. So that's essentially what my week looked like. But then specifically on Sundays, we were playing maybe three to five games. We weren't playing only one and done and you go home, which was another thing that I had to adjust to playing games back to back to back. And it's like, you don't have a break, you know, it's like, You only have a half hour break to recuperate and eat something and then it's going on to play the next game with a completely different team. So then as I was getting into the momentum of this routine, first of all, I found it a lot more difficult to get to know the girls because they had developed this team beforehand and I was just a girl that showed up and joined the team all of a sudden, you know? So I was... I made an effort, sorry, to try and talk to everybody but to be quite honest with you I never felt like I fit in with the team I think the team consisted of cliques for sure I think it was between maybe two or three groups of girls there was the one group of girls that would pretty much only talk within themselves and there was another group of girls I think they were just I considered them on the outside of that group, and I think I was a part of this group, and I think we just kind of bonded together just because we started talking a lot more, so I liked that I did have girls to talk to, and especially since I was a new a new uh, player, I also had my best friend there that I kind of leaned on a little bit because I knew her prior, but like I said, I don't personally think that I ever felt like I fit in with that team, which was... Something that I hadn't experienced yet, I think, in every single team prior, I was fortunate uh, fortunate enough to feel welcomed on the team and to feel like everybody was at the same level and supporting each other and things like that. So that was sem- definitely something that threw me off guard, but eventually I got over that and I really didn't worry about that as much. I think it was just something that caught me off guard. But then after that, as we were getting into the season of playing tournaments, like for real, I noticed that it was definitely a lot more difficult to play in games or to start in games. I noticed that I was having to fight to get a chance to play in games. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think specifically at the travel ball level, Girls are constantly competing with each other to get that starting position because you never know what college scout is going to be at that specific tournament. So, I think in the beginning, I did play a little bit of first base and I was starting some games, but then I was also brought in, you know, later in the games. So, I saw it as just an opportunity to play in the beginning. But then, as the games go on, I noticed that my coach stopped putting me in games in general, like maybe an inning or so, but I noticed that it started decreasing a lot more. And I was not only playing first base, I was also playing outfield because I did say that I play outfield, but I personally think that outfield wasn't the position for me in terms of travel ball because I was not... A fast player at all I was not a fast runner and in travel ball these girls know how to hit they were hitting the gaps and going over you know the heads of the outfield so you have to be able to chase the ball down really quickly and get it back into the infield so I personally think that I wasn't a good fit in the outfield because of that aspect and then also I don't think that I had developed the skill enough to be able to read the ball in the outfield. And by read, I mean be able to track pop flies and grounders and when the balls are going to hit the gap, things like that. But like I said, I noticed that I stopped playing in general and there were occasions that my coach would only bring me in to hit for a certain girl. You would call it a DH spot, meaning a defensive hitter, I believe. It has been a while. Or I think you call it a pinch hitter also, meaning that you bring in someone from the dugout from the bench to come and hit for the girl that was placed in that lineup. And a lot of the times the coaches do this in specific situations because they know that the girl that they're bringing in is going to hit the ball and bring in the runners on base. So it was more of a strategic move. And I noticed that there were a lot more times that my coach would only bring me in to hit that specific situation. And I was coming through. I was hitting the ball. I was making contact. I was moving runners over. I was bringing runners in. I was being consistent. I think this travel ball season was probably one of the other consistent seasons I had in terms of hitting. And at first I didn't see anything like it. I was just glad to be able to be put in the game for that long for however long it took in that at bat and as I started hitting more and as my coach started putting me more in those situations I was starting to think to myself if I'm able to hit in these situations in these pressure pressure situations and I'm able to come through and get the job done How can I earn that starting position on the field in the game? Because I think I can't generalize every single girl, but I personally think that everybody wants to start in the game because the coaches always start their best players. But I started feeling a little bit discouraged when my coach would only bring me in to hit maybe once or twice in that game. So essentially I would only go on the field, I want to say a total of maybe... 15 minutes, give or take a couple minutes, whether I got on base or not, and whether I would run or he would bring in a runner to run for me. But as this kept on continuing, my parents also noticed this difference, also. And it was really discouraging at one point because I noticed that he was putting in girls to play that weren't as consistent hitting as I was. I mean, I don't want to sound selfish, but there was a majority of the time where I was getting the job done. I think when you're able to hit the ball consistently and where you're making contact, you're bringing runners in, I think that the coach should find a place for you in that lineup, whether as a permanent pinch hitter, specifically for every single at bat in that game, or an all-around playing defense and offense. So overall, I think there was times where my coach didn't make as strategic decisions in terms of bringing girls in or taking girls out. And that's the thing, when you're playing a game, you can't really think about the decision you make. You have to go with your gut instinct and it either works or it doesn't, you know? And that was something that my parents noticed. And it wasn't only my parents, it was also the parents of the other girls that noticed. So it was a lot of questions regarding what type of moves he was making within these games. So to sum up everything that I mentioned, I personally think, I mean I can't speak for the coach, but I personally think that this specific coach didn't believe in me enough to give me a starting position I mean I think I was a decent enough player but I definitely wasn't at travel ball level but I think it was definitely something that I proved to him and to the other coaches that I was capable of getting the job done offense wise and I don't know this was something that I hadn't experienced before in softball so I didn't know how to deal with it And after a while, I kind of just let it go and to just be there for the other girls that were starting and were playing and cheering on in the dugout and things like that. I just made sure that I was present there, that I was showing up to all the practices. I was showing up to the games. I was talking, still talking to the girls. And yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit over midway through the season when there was a I was having a talk with my parents and it came up in discussion of whether I wanted to continue playing. Because with my specific situation, I joined this team under the 16U division, but I was already going into my junior year. So I was already 16, going on 17. So after this season was over, I would need to move up to the 18U division. And me and my friend specifically were the two oldest girls. So we were on this team with freshmen and sophomores. And we were the two juniors essentially. And it was more of a thing thinking in the future. Do I want to continue playing travel? And if I do I'm going to have to move up. So after having this discussion. We kind of weighted out the pros and cons. And one thing that I didn't tell you guys is that travel ball is pretty expensive you're paying for the travel expenses wherever you're going to tournaments you're paying for the uniform you're paying for um i don't know how it works you're paying all of these different fees for i don't know what specifically um to play on this team so like in my situation since i wasn't getting as much playing time I considered the fact of, do I want my parents paying this much money for me to go and sit on the bench and only come in for one or two at-bats in a game? So, I mean, that definitely sounds a little bit harsh, but it was something that I had to be realistic with. And I was frustrated with the fact that this experience turned out the way that it did. I thought that I was going to have a lot more enjoyable of an experience because travel ball was something that I went into blind that I didn't know nothing about. And even though that this experience didn't pan out the way that it was, I think I learned a lot from it. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later, but eventually we all came to a decision that I was not going to continue on that team so yeah, that was my experience with the travel ball. It was definitely a little bit of a downer, but I wasn't going to lie to you guys and say that I had so much fun on my travel ball team when that wasn't the case. And I made a promise to myself when I started this podcast that I was going to be realistic with you guys and a journey, whatever it may be. I'm specifically talking about my softball journey, but whoever's journey it is, it's is not easy and it's not always happy and things don't always go according to your plan so that's why I wanted to include that section in there to share a little bit of my feelings and what I experienced so so moving on to my junior year of high school It was definitely a really big year in terms of school because this was the year that the colleges were going to be looking at on your application so like i mentioned that half of my junior year was spent playing travel ball and that was something that i had to balance out i talked about my schedule and by the time it came to spring semester i was still in the program fall semester But it wasn't as big of a deal because we were just practicing just to stay active. But by the time the spring semester came, we were getting ready to start the season. But in fall semester, I moved up to JV because I was a junior. And all of my other friends who decided to continue in the program all moved up to JV. So we were still all together as teammates, which was something that I really liked. And... I was honestly just looking forward to the season because of what I experienced in travel ball and I just wanted to play again. I wanted a fresh start with a new coach and to be able to start in games and play defense and just enjoy the game again because that was something that I definitely struggled with. So The thing is, fall semester when we came into school, the JV coach that we had prior didn't come back, so they were on the lookout for a JV coach. However, this is when it gets interesting. There was rumors going around that my coach from Travel Ball was going to be coming to coach JV, which was something that definitely caught me off guard, and To be quite honest with you, I wasn't planning on seeing that coach anytime soon, just for me personally. So, knowing that there was a possibility that this coach was coming back, I had to rethink my mindset, my strategy. So, definitely everything kind of went out the window of wanting a fresh start with a new coach. So, knowing that this coach knew me and that I was on his travel ball team... He definitely knew the type of player that I am, but just because he knows the type of player that I am, I still had to fight for a starting position. And long story short, he did come to coach, we started practicing with him, the season started, and as the season was beginning, I got into a hitting slump, which was definitely something very unfortunate because... I love hitting very much, and I'm the type of stubborn, frustrated player that when I'm not seeing success in games, it definitely discourages me, and I definitely get down about it. So being in this hitting slump for, I want to say, a good portion of this season definitely affected my playing time. But even though I wasn't playing as much, I was still showing up to every single practice and every single game. I don't think that I missed any practice. If I did, I maybe missed one practice. And I began to notice that this coach was starting to play favorites, meaning that he was playing the same lineup every single game. And it was always the same girls sitting on the bench. And that was something that didn't sit well with me. And that was something that my parents noticed whenever they went to my games. And it came to a point where, to be quite honest with you, my parents stopped coming to the games because they knew that this coach was going to be playing every single girl, the same girls, the same lineup as the game prior. So there was no point as to coming to see me play if I wasn't going to. And it was very upset and frustrating that I was having to deal with this again, having already dealt with it in travel ball. I thought it was going to be different that we were in high school. Even though it's not as competitive as travel ball, you still want to be able to coach the girls, play every single girl, let everybody have their playing time no matter what game it was, no matter what team you were playing. And it's not about winning. And I think this coach had a winning mentality where he was going to play who he thought his best girls were to win every single game. And because it was so upset and frustrating to me, it eventually came to a point where I had to let things go again and look at the positive side of it. And I don't want to say that I gave up, but... I think a part of me on the inside gave up with trying to please and show what I'm capable of because it wasn't working. I was still showing up to practices, showing up to games, being there for my team, and nothing was happening after that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how much else to explain it. So so within this season... And I wasn't the only one that noticed this. There were other girls that noticed this too. It wasn't just me making this up in my mind. And because we had all this time to talk during the games, specifically the girls that weren't playing, we started talking a lot about what was going to happen next year because we were all juniors and we were contemplating the fact of whether we were going to play our senior year end up on varsity because we had to move up. And there was a lot of conversation that went down between us, but I personally thought that I didn't want to play my senior year because there was word going around and I started observing a little bit more and noticed that the seniors on varsity were also kind of in the same situation as JV where the coach of varsity was playing the same lineup or playing a certain amount of girls. And I was starting to think to myself, if this situation is going to continue on to next year, do I want to be a part of that? Do I want to be a part of this team just because it's varsity and it's something that I've wanted to be on ever since my freshman year? You know, that was a goal of mine to play all four years and play on varsity because that's what I thought was the peak you know it's your last year of high school and varsity the the level in terms of the high school program so after hearing all of the other girls opinions and what they were going to do and what they were thinking about doing and what you know essentially their thoughts I contemplated what the next step for me was so I'm going to segue into the next section, which was why I stopped playing. So, continuing with what I was saying, while contemplating what I was going to do, I was constantly asking myself the questions, do I want to play my senior year? Am I going to play, like, realistically, am I going to have as much playing time as I want? Am I at the varsity level where... I'm going to be able to play the position I want and I'm going to have a spot in the lineup. But since I noticed that the coach was playing favoritism and playing the same lineup and, you know, the same group of girls, like just in a rotation, that was something that I didn't want to deal with again because I had to deal with it in travel and also my junior year season. But then another thing... But then another thing I also had to be realistic about was the fact of, do I want to play in college? If college, softball something I want to pursue, then I would continue with softball my senior year so that I don't lose those skills. But looking at who I was and where I was at as a player, I thought to myself, realistically, am I at the level of where other possible How do you say it? I don't know how to say it. Am I at the level of other girls who are wanting to play in college? So it was definitely something where I started comparing myself to other girls who were getting scouted or who were looking into applying to college where they can play and where they can, you know, try out, however that works. But I noticed that a lot of these girls were in travel ball, and travel ball was something that I stopped doing, and I looked at it as a thing where, what's the possibility that that I'm gonna get scouted, being that I only played one season of travel ball, I only had this amount of years of experience, and I don't really have much to show for it the past couple years in high school, you know, besides freshman and sophomore year, you know. I lost track of where I was. So, hold on, give me a second. I was talking about like based on the level that I was at. So, I did a self-reflection on myself looking at where I was at at the level of skill I had in the sports. And then also, I had to look at it realistically as, how do I see the sport? Because these girls who wanted to play in college saw softball as their life. They've seen it as their life for who knows how long. They consider it their life. They're that in love with the sport that they practice. Who knows how long every single day, constantly working to get better. But I was the type of player who saw softball only as a hobby you know throughout I don't want to say throughout high school because I've always been this type of person with this mindset where I've always put school first and whatever I did outside of school was a hobby because I considered education the most important thing so ever since I started playing softball in the fourth grade when I was 10 years old I always saw it as a hobby and even as transitioning to high school I consider it as a hobby, as something that I did after school. And don't get me wrong, I did fall in love with the sport. But I think because of the experiences that I had, I still loved the sport. But I don't think I was as in love with the sport, which was a decision that I had to come to. And it was a hard thing to accept that I felt so, after talking with my parents, I decided that I wasn't going to play anymore, and this junior season on JV was going to be my last so called season playing softball in high school. So, like I said, I still loved the game very much, and I still do to this day, but. I don't think I loved it enough to continue playing my senior year and also in college. I mean, of course, things could change, but at the time, that's how I felt. And it was definitely a hard thing to come by with the fact that this chapter of my life was over because softball was definitely something that took up majority of my time, definitely something that I invested my time, my heart into, and the fact that I wasn't going to be playing more was definitely something very upsetting to me because overall, it was something that I really enjoyed doing. But anyways, I had to realize that life was going to be different now, and I was going into my senior year not being in the program anymore, not being in softball, and a lot of things were going to change in the sense of where my time shifted now, what I saw as a priority, because even though I saw softball as a hobby, I did make it a priority for me, and I mean, like, first of all, the first thing that I that came to my mind was that I wasn't I wasn't no longer gonna be as active as I was before and that was something that I had to figure out because I did find softball as an escape when I wanted to not think about like schoolwork when I was stressed out so like whenever I would go to practice I would be able to let go of all of my other things that I was worried about and only worry about What I was doing in that moment. Whether it be practicing or games or things like that. I was really enjoying and being in that moment. So overall I think mentally my mind shifted to something else. Which was something that I eventually got used to. But it wasn't easy. You know what I mean? It wasn't easy to make this decision to stop playing. So yeah. Moving on to the next section of answering your question of whether I will play softball again. And as of right now, today is September 13th, 2020. It has been a little bit over a year since I've played or practiced on a softball field. But as of right now, I do miss it a lot. And I miss that adrenaline and being put in those pressure situations and being in the dugout with my teammates cheering and supporting one another overall I just miss being in that environment so to answer your guys's question who knows I mean maybe there's a possibility that I can play whenever things go back to normal that I can play um In college because Cal State San Marcos does have a softball team they have their own you know team and then they also have the intramural sports which is like not as competitive so it's like for anybody who wants to play so I mean you know who knows I think that nothing is off the table and it's definitely something that I'm open to so that answers your guys' question. I don't have a definite answer. So, if you were looking for a definite answer, I'm sorry, but that is where I'm at mentally with wanting to play again. So, So, I didn't know what to name this section, so I ended up naming it, like, other things that I didn't mention in all of the other sections that I talked about, like as if there's other things I need to mention, you know, I think this episode is going to be so long, I'm so sorry about that, um, but yeah, so, I'm going to talk about what life was like after softball, going into my senior year, and then I'm also going to be talking about something that I did in regards to softball, so, Coming into my senior year of high school, it was a big year, obviously. I was going to be a senior, it was going to be my last year of high school, and it was definitely something different coming into the school year, knowing that I wasn't in the program anymore, that I was going to have all six of my classes now, because before all three years, I only had five classes, because six period would be softball, so that's something that had to ad- adjust to having six classes instead of five, but I mean, that wasn't difficult, and another thing specifically was being able to go home right away after school, because all three years, I want to say, once the season started, in the spring, we were staying after school every single day for practice until, I want to say, four thirty five o'clock, so about an hour and a half practice, so with all of this free time on my hands and going to home right away after school, I didn't know what to do with myself. I mean, so having all of this time on my hands, it was one of those things that I was like, wow, like I'm only a student now. I'm not a student athlete, you know? But yeah, that was something that was hard to adjust to, but I eventually adjusted to it. So moving on to my spring semester of senior year, I was on Instagram one day and I saw a post from my brother's school. Um, he goes to a private school, the same one that I went to, so I followed them on Instagram and I saw that the school posted an announcement about softball practice and I was over here thinking like, what? The school has softball again because when I went to the school, I had only heard that they had softball like many, many years before, but they never brought it back because they didn't have someone to coach. So I went throughout all of those years at that school only knowing that they had softball, but they never brought it back. So it turns out that one of the teachers at the school was going to be bringing softball back as one of the sports So when I saw that post, I showed it to my parents and my parents were kind of joking around like, oh, Melina, like you should contact the teacher, the teacher and tell her and ask her if you can help like assistant coach, you know, with her or something like that. And I was over here like, oh, yeah, like for sure. But then I started contemplating the fact I was like, wait, I just stopped playing. I have all my free time. And I've had these past eight years of softball experience. So I was like, what if I did go in to help this teacher, this coach? So after a while, I thought about it. And I thought that this would be something new, a new experience to have because I've never been on the other side. In regards to coaching, I've always been the athlete. So I ended up contacting the coach just to see what she would say I mean the worst she can say is say no and be like oh I don't need any help but I ended up contacting her and she was all for it she was saying that she could need all the help that she can get especially since she was a teacher there too so she was balancing teaching her classes and then also worrying about practice after school so She said, yeah, for sure, come on over. We practice these days out of the week. So since I had all this free time, I was able to go to the practices. And it was something really exciting, but also nerve-wracking because I was in that so-called, quote-unquote, authoritative figure, that leadership figure. I mean, she was the head coach, so I was following what she was doing and helping her whenever she needed help. But if I saw something that the girls were doing that they could improve on, then I was able to step in and show them, you know, what I would do, you know, and that was something definitely very different for me, coaching and being in that teacher role. So it was about a month of practices that I was going to, and it took me a while to bond with the girls because I definitely was a bit more of a shy person, so I was being an assistant coach for 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, so around that age group. But overall, I was really enjoying it because it gave me something to do after school and I was also doing softball again, you know, not necessarily playing, but then being on the coaching side of it, looking at it from a new perspective now. So, so being in this quote-unquote coaching role, this teaching role, I found it important because Teaching is something that I want to pursue in the future and being able to interact with younger children and, you know, teach them whatever it is you're teaching them. Like In my case was teaching the girls skills in regards to softball based on my own knowledge. So that was something that I definitely wanted to experience and that's something that I took away from being a part of this team, getting a glimpse of what being in a teaching role looks like. And I was very excited for the season to start. We were going to be playing against other private schools, so it was going to be like a legitimate season, playing games and things like that. And I was very excited to be on the other side of the game, being in that coaching role and not worrying about playing the game or things like that. And the week that we were having our first game of the season, that was when COVID started spreading a lot more and they were giving us warning that, The school was possibly going to be shut down, so they ended up canceling only the first game because they were like, oh, let's just postpone it a little bit because of all of these cases that were coming up, but that same week, they announced that the school was going to be closed, so they ended up just suspending the season in general, which was kind of upsetting to me. I mean, I was just starting to bond with the girls, and... I was really enjoying being around them and overall I was just looking forward to coaching a little bit more. I had only been at the practices but I was very excited to see them show what they've been practicing and what they've been improving on and show what it looks like in a game sense. And just in that month or so of practicing with them and observing and seeing what they can do, I've seen so much improvement from them and... I can tell that the girls were excited too to bring back softball and be the first team back and see what they can do, see how they compete out there with other girls. Some girls had prior experience in softball, some it was their first season playing softball. And it was pretty upsetting that the season was suspended because of COVID. But yeah, that's something that I wanted to add in here because... It definitely has something to do with softball. And it was definitely something that I didn't plan on getting into. But it was something that happened. And I think with this little coaching experience that I had. I was able to find my love for softball again. And I really enjoyed it. It had been a couple months since I had picked up a glove and thrown a ball. And I really enjoyed this experience. And I'm pretty upset that... We didn't get to have the season, but hopefully if something comes up down the line, then who knows, maybe I'll be assistant coaching for a team. I mean, I'm just saying. So, (laughs) okay, so we're on the last section, guys. Bear with me. I am talking about what I've learned slash what I took away from these eight years of playing softball, and I listed them in my notebook, and I'm just going to read them off to you because... This episode is way too long now. So some of the things that I learned throughout this entire journey, I developed a thick skin. I mean, I was a little bit sensitive, if you will. Like I wasn't used to taking harsh criticism from my coaches, like where they would raise their voice at us. Or if they got a little bit upset when we didn't do something that they asked us to. So I had to develop that thick skin. I developed... My athleticism, like I said, I wasn't a natural born athlete, so I developed so many skills within that category. I developed communication, learning how important communication is, especially being in a sport where you're relying and depending on more than one person, not just yourself. I learned about teamwork, like I said, supporting your teammates, working together and working to accomplish the same goal. I learned responsibility, taking responsibility for what you did and what you didn't do and what you need to work on. And I learned about being a leader, you know, taking taking charge when it was necessary, showing that confidence. Confidence was something that I definitely developed a lot more showing that confidence specifically in games where you're not hesitant. And you know what the type of the the, the decision you're going to make is, if that makes sense. I was always the type of person who always overthink things, overthought things, if that made any sense. But in a game of softball, the game happens so fast that you don't have time to think. You make decisions based on your gut instinct and based on what you know and your prior knowledge. So... It's a game of strategy and you have to be confident in the decisions you're making and you have to be confident that the performance you put out there is the best performance that you could have put out there. You gave it your all, you gave it your 100%. And another thing was being in those pressure situations. That was something that I wasn't used to, but that was something that I struggled with and I ended up learning to love. I loved having that adrenaline, being in those pressure situations, having somebody, having a group of people rely on me to come through in that situation, whatever it may be, whether it's making the play or hitting the ball or getting the runner in or sacrificing myself to move the runner over for the good of the team. I grew a stronger mentality overall with all of these skills combined. I learned about working hard, practicing how good practice can lead to success on the field. And overall, just practicing in general, not only in softball. I was able to prove people wrong who I thought didn't believe in me. I showed people what I was capable of. I fulfilled my potential and pushed myself to the limit that I was able to. I challenged myself. And I'm a lot stronger than I look. If you know what I mean. You know? It's like one of those confidence things. Where because of everything that I went through. I'm a lot stronger because of it. I've learned. I've grown. And like I said I developed that thick skin. I learned about time management. Being able to balance school and softball, and then at the time, Girl Scouts. I was able to learn from every single coach that I had. I had good coaches and not so good coaches, but I was able to take away something from each one of them and take that with me to the next season. And I'm very grateful that I was able to have a different coach every single season where you get a new perspective coaching wise, you learn something different from that coach that was different than the other coach said. They had their own point of view on what the game looked like, how the game should be played. And it was just very refreshing to see that every single season. I met a lot of amazing girls, a lot of amazing teammates that I had over the years. And I did make a lot of friends, some friends I still have to this day. Um, some, you know, unfortunately we never met up again after being on that team. And overall, I had a lot of fun playing this game. It was a crazy, wild adventure, but it's something that I don't regret at all. Softball has made me into the young woman that I am today, and I'm just overall proud of what I accomplished throughout this eight-year journey and seeing where I'm at in comparison to how I started, it's just overall mind-boggling to me that in this short amount of time, I was able to change completely and develop as a person in general, not only in a sporty sense, an athletic sense, but also mentally, how this game changed so much for me. So yeah, overall, I'm just really proud of what... I did and what I accomplished and yeah I owe it to my dad who took me to my first tryout and to my mom in general both of my parents my whole family who have supported me from the very beginning and who have seen me struggle and you know there were times that I thought that I wanted to quit and I wanted to give up but I didn't let that take over And instead, I let my love for the game push me and motivate me to keep working and to keep going. And yeah, I mean, wow, that was something. Before I get a little bit too sentimental, I don't know if you guys heard it in my voice, but I'm going to end it right there. I think I talked about everything that I wanted to, but who knows what I talked about. Every single time after I record an episode, I always forget what I said until I go back and listen to it and edit it. But yeah, overall, I hope you enjoyed hearing about my journey with softball. It was something that I was very excited to share with you guys. And I hope it wasn't too long. I'm saying that now, but going to go edit this episode I know that it's probably going to be one of my longest episodes but overall I really wanted to share with you guys this important part of my life that definitely played a huge role in the person that I am today and which led me to the person that you're listening to right now on this podcast so overall I'm very grateful for the experience that I had with softball and I want to thank you guys so much who listened all the way to the end or if you didn't, that's okay, but who took the time to listen to my journey with softball. And I'm excited to see what the future holds, whether I play again on the field, or whether I turn it into some type of coaching role, teaching role. But yeah, I'm open to any possibilities. But overall, I know for a fact that softball will always have a special place in my heart and that's something that I won't ever forget. But yeah, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, I would really appreciate it if you rate and review it on Apple Podcast. And if you don't have Apple Podcast, that's okay. You can leave a comment on the post that coincides with this specific episode or you can DM me in general. Um, but yeah you can follow me on Instagram at melinam.27. I want to thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye!